Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Leviticus 25. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we thank you for releasing us from the horrible debt that we had to sin. We know that we could not have paid that ourselves, but you have released us. We thank you for the wonderful inheritance that you have promised to us with you, that you would be our God. That is amazing. We thank you through Jesus. Amen. Leviticus 25 Then Yahweh spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai, saying, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you come into the land that I am about to give to you, then the land shall observe a Sabbath for Yahweh. Six years you shall sow your field, and six years you shall prune your vineyard, and you shall gather its yield. But in the seventh year it shall be a Sabbath of complete rest for the land, a Sabbath for Yahweh. You must not sow your field, and you must not prune your vineyard. You must not reap your harvest after growth, and you must not harvest the grapes of your unpruned vines. It shall be a year of complete rest for the land." And a Sabbath of the land shall be for food for you, for you, and for your slave, and for your slave woman, and for your hired worker, and for your temporary residents who are dwelling as aliens with you. And all its yield shall be for your domestic animal, and for the wild animal which are in your land, to eat. And you shall count for yourselves seven Sabbaths of years, seven times seven years, and they shall be for you time periods of seven Sabbaths of years, forty-nine years, and you shall cause a loud horn blast to be heard on the seventh month, on the tenth of the month, on the day of atonement, you shall cause a ram's horn to be heard in all your land, and you shall consecrate the fiftieth year, and you shall proclaim a release in the land for all its inhabitants. It is a jubilee, it shall be for you, and you shall return, you must return, everyone to his property, and everyone to his clan. You shall have the fiftieth year as a jubilee. You must not sow, and you must not reap its aftergrowth, and you must not harvest its unpruned vines. Because it is a jubilee, it shall be holy to you. You must eat its produce from the field. In this year of jubilee, each of you shall return to his property. And when you sell something to your fellow citizen, or you buy from your neighbor's hand, you must not oppress one another. You must buy from your fellow citizen according to the number of years after the jubilee. He must sell to you according to the number of years of yield. You must increase its price according to a greater number of years, but you must decrease its price according to a lesser number of years, because he is selling its yields to you. And you must not oppress one another, but you shall revere your God, because I am Yahweh your God. And you shall do my statutes, and you must keep my regulations, and you shall do them, so that you shall live securely on the land. And the land shall give its fruit, and you shall eat your fill, and you shall live securely on it. And if you should say, What shall we eat in the seventh year, if we do not sow and we do not gather its yield? Then I will command my blessing for you in the sixth year, so that it will make the yield for three years and you will sow in the eighth year, and you shall eat from the old yield until the ninth year, until the coming of its yield. You shall eat the old yield. 
but the land must not be sold in perpetuity, because the land is mine, because you are aliens and temporary residents with me, and in all your property's land you must provide redemption for the land. When your brother becomes poor and he sells part of his property, then his nearest redeemer shall come, and he shall redeem the thing sold by his brother. But if a man does not have a redeemer, then he prospers, and he finds enough for his redemption. Then he shall calculate the years of its selling, and he shall refund the balance to the man to whom he sold it, and he shall return to his property. But if his hand does not find enough to refund to him, then what he has sold shall be in the buyer's hand until the year of Jubilee, and it shall go out of the buyer's hand in the Jubilee, and he shall return to his property. And if a man sells a residential house in a walled city, then it shall be his redemption until completing a year after his selling. Its redemption shall last a year. But if it is not redeemed before a year has passed, then the house that is in the walled city shall belong to the buyer in perpetuity throughout his generations. It shall not go out of the buyer's hand in the jubilee. However, village houses that have no surrounding wall shall be considered open country. There is redemption for it, and in the jubilee it shall go out of the buyer's hand. As for the cities of the Levites, that is, the houses in their property cities, it shall be a lasting redemption for the Levites. And whatever anyone redeems from the Levites then must go out of the buyer's hand in the Jubilee, including a houses selling in his city's property, because the houses in the cities of the Levites are their property in the midst of the Israelites. But a field of their city's pasture land must not be sold, because it is their property for all time. And if your countryman becomes poor, and if he becomes dependent on you, then you shall support him like an alien and like a temporary resident, and he shall live with you. You must not take interest or usury from him, but you shall revere your God, and your countrymen shall live with you. You must not give your money to him with interest, or give your food for profit. I am Yahweh your God, who brought you out from the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan, to be as God for you. And if your countryman who is with you becomes poor, and he is sold to you, you shall not treat him as a slave. He shall be with you like a hired worker, like a temporary resident. He shall work with you until the year of Jubilee. And he and his sons with him shall go out from you, and he shall return to his clan, and to the property of his ancestors he shall return, because they are my servants, whom I brought out from the land of Egypt. They shall not be sold as a slave. You shall not rule over him with ruthlessness, but you shall revere your God. As for your slave and your slave woman who are yours, from the nations that are all around you, from them you may buy a slave or a slave woman, and you may buy also from the children of the temporary residents who are dwelling with you as aliens, and from their clan who are with you, who have children in your land. Indeed, they may be as property for you and you may pass them on as an inheritance to your sons after you, to take possession of as property for all time. You may let them work, but as for your countrymen, the Israelites, you shall not rule with ruthlessness over one another. And if the alien or the temporary resident who are with you prosper, but your countryman who is with him becomes poor and he is sold to an alien, a temporary resident who is with you, 
or to a descendant of an alien's clan. After he is sold, redemption shall be for him, one of his brothers may redeem him, or his uncle, or his uncle's son may redeem him, or one of his close relatives from his clan may redeem him, or if he prospers, he may redeem himself, and he shall calculate with his buyer from the year of his selling until the jubilee, and the value of his selling shall be according to the number of years. It shall be with him like a hired worker's days. If there are still many years, in keeping with them, he shall restore his redemption in proportion to his purchase price. And if there are a few years left until the jubilee, then he shall calculate for himself. He shall restore his redemption according to the number of his years. He shall be with him as a yearly hired worker. He shall not rule over him with ruthlessness in your sight. And if he is not redeemed by any of these ways, then he and his sons with him shall go out in the year of jubilee. Indeed, the Israelites are servants for me. They are my servants, whom I brought out from the land of Egypt. I am Yahweh your God. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 23, we had a list of the holy days, but it started with the Sabbath. Now, in chapter 25, we have another kind of Sabbath, a Sabbath year. So instead of people resting on the seventh day, the land would rest on the seventh year. They were not supposed to plant or harvest that year. Poor people could eat the food that grew itself that year, and animals. Then they would have seven groups of seven years, so 49 years, and then the 50th year was an extra special year. That was the year of Jubilee. That year was another rest year, so they wouldn't plant or harvest that year either, and everyone would get their family property back that year. So if your family had become poor and forced to sell the family property, in the year of the Jubilee, you would get that property back. So when people sold land, they would have to take that into account, that they were just leasing the property for a number of years until the next Jubilee. Now, for a society of farmers, not planting and reaping was a major concern. How could you eat during those years? God says, don't worry about that. He would give such a good harvest in the sixth year that they would have plenty of food the whole time. Then God gives a reason why they cannot sell their land permanently, because the land actually belongs to God. So really, all of them are just renting it. Then Yahweh explains the right of redemption. If you became poor and had to sell your land, if you had a relative that had some money, they could pay off the debt on the land and get it back for you. Or if you worked hard and got the money yourself, you could buy it back yourself. But in any case, you would always get it back in the year of Jubilee. This was true of family property in the country, so farmland. But houses in a walled city could be sold permanently. If you sold a house in a city, you had one year to come up with the money to buy it back. And if not, then it was sold permanently. The Levites, who didn't get the large pieces of farmland, would always be able to redeem their houses in walled cities. And they would also get them back in the year of Jubilee. Then God says that they must help out their fellow countrymen. If someone was in need, they must not take advantage of them by charging them interest or making profit on selling them food. If someone became so poor that they had to sell themselves as a slave, the Israelites must not treat that person badly. And they would get to go free in the Jubilee as well. They could have slaves from the non-Israelite nations that would not go free in the Jubilee, but Israelites would go free. 
so they were to treat that as more of a temporary worker contract. If an Israelite sells himself to a non-Israelite, then the Israelite's near relative may buy him back. The word is redeem. And so the person who buys back the Israelite from slavery is the redeemer. The price would be based on the number of years left until the jubilee. So if the Israelite sold himself two years before the jubilee, and one year later his relative redeems him, the relative should pay half of what he was sold for originally, since he'd worked one of the two years. Yahweh gives the reason, and that is because the Israelites are actually Yahweh's servants, so they cannot own each other permanently. And now for a deeper dive. The idea of the Jubilee is a great idea. It is perhaps the same idea behind bankruptcy laws, the idea of clearing away debts. But this goes much further, because they would get their family land back. There is a problem in society where the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. But this would reset things every 50 years. In the typical society of that day, a king would own the land and the people would serve him. But here, it is more like individual ownership. Although God actually says he is the king and he owns the land. But he is more just and kind than any human king. So the first thing we can learn here is a sense of justice and kindness of God. But there's also a spiritual meaning. In Isaiah 61, it seems that Isaiah is talking about the idea of the year of Jubilee, but he's prophesying about a special coming day that would be like the Jubilee, only better. Jesus read from Isaiah 61 in Luke chapter 4, starting in verse 18. And then down in verse 21, he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. So, Jesus, I think, is saying that he brought in the great coming year of Jubilee. And instead of freeing people from physical debts, he freed us from the awful debt of our sins that we couldn't pay. We were slaves to sin, and he returns us to our inheritance, the inheritance of heaven. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.